is our friend Ivy uh, here on the Let's Go Eat show. Hello. Hi. Ivy is the owner uh, and proprietor and uh, salesperson and order clerk and... Jazz hands, jazz hands. Uh, for, um, uh, for Booze Teak, uh, yeah. which is a, uh, a, a business that if you don't know what Booze Teak is, you should know what Booze Teak is. Because if you drink it all, you want me to put these sunglasses on to see yeah. if I can rock them? I, I maintain can. that I can rock any pair of sunglasses, yes, so there you go. Yeah. What do you think? It's good. Oh, and I can see myself because mm-hmm. I'm mirrored. Um, so, so anyway, Ivy owns Boostique, and yes. uh, she's actually been uh, on this show before a long time ago. And, and it was mainly because you have an interesting story of just a life story, but because you know everybody. Well, you know, I'm just How did that outgoing happen? and friendly, and that's all. Hey, I saw you at, like, that guy that just walked. <laughs> yeah, you just walked over. When you walked in, we were interviewing somebody else, but you walked over, and you there were two or three people you knew standing yeah. around in here. And then you walked over to a table a second ago and started talking to some guy that yeah. you know. because I see him. So my husband, Josh, who play, he plays music, and he plays at the Twilight on Sundays. And that guy's always there, and he's doing his homework. He's, getting, he's doing his homework at yeah, the Twilight? Yeah, getting a literature degree. Huh. I think he's getting a doctorate. In what? Literature. Oh, literature. Literature. Anyway, Ivy, Ivana, yes. Ernest. That's right, Ivana. Um, and um, we talked about why your dad named you Ivana, and we won't go into that again, unless you want to tell the story again quickly. Well, he liked, he wanted to go to Russia really bad. He just wanted, and he wanted to convert the Russians, the commies, to Mormonism. So he mm-hmm. named, he thought Ivana was a good name for, but a lot of Russians are like, that's not Russian. It's <laughs> Bosnian or something. <laughs> it's not Russian. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's kind of a cool name. And, uh, and, but it's always been Ivy. Yes. And uh, Ivy's, Ivy knows everybody in town. Oh, did I, I still, uh, see, I got sidetracked. I get sidetracked oh, easily, especially when I start getting tired after doing several interviews in a row. Uh, we're doing the uh, Let's Go Eat show here at the Daily as usual, but I need to mention that every time because uh, Ryan Louder, who I'm sure you know, yeah, is... Uh, <laughs> is one of the nicest guys in town and he's a great chef and he has some great restaurants this is one of them bunch of them yeah uh what so copper onion copper kitchen uh copper common uh which is next to the copper onion does he own george or finca no 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 that's uh that's uh oh god the other guy his name is now it'll it'll come to me in a minute um but no, yeah, the Finca and uh, George, they're owned by the guy who has started his restaurant up by Smith's. Um, he's a really nice guy, too, knows a lot about wine. Anyway, okay. uh, Brian I runs should know him. The Daily here, 222 South Main Street. Uh, and Ivy, so she's been on the show before because she just knows everybody and everything. Uh, Scott, mm. Scott, That's a lot of pressure. his last name will come to me. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, but so somebody sent me an email. Uh, a while ago and said and it said uh, so there's this lady that you talk about or woman that you talk about however you put it yes uh, on your show from time to time who underwent uh, some uh, uh, underwent a procedure for MS multiple mm-hmm. sclerosis yeah 
and uh, she went to Russia. And I know she owns some kind of a store, and but I can't remember her name. And I want to know. I want to get in touch with her because I can't think he's thinking about having the same thing done or whatever. If you do any research about it, like that, so that treatment is phase three clinical trials here in the U.S. You can apply for it in lots of places, which I did, and I always got declined. So, uh, so anyway, I said let's well, maybe we ought to do a podcast about this so people can find out about this yeah. treatment that Ivy has had for her uh, multiple sclerosis. Yes. So you were diagnosed with MS. 2013. 2013. How? But I know I've had I'd had it since 2002 at least. Yeah. So what were the first symptoms that you? My foot went numb, and I, I I always made excuses for everything. Like I thought my shoes were too tight, and I'm like I was tired. Maybe I stood up stayed up too late. I, mm. I made excuses for everything, and then people were like, for "What's when wrong you were, with you?" When you were being a little clumsy, yeah. or yeah, or if I was like what um kind of walking weird like mm-hmm. I was drunk yeah because that's what it looks like it looks like you're drunk and I'm like I'm not somebody said it Ivy I know you're on pills and I was like bitch I will cut you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't true. even know me I don't take anything bitch, nothing I will cut you <laughs> okay so <laughs> I don't think I've uh, ever heard you say that or something like you, that before, Ivy. but that was good. I like that. So, so uh, uh, you you get the diagnosis of MS, which is a nervous nerve disorder. It's actually an autoimmune disease, and it, so this particular thing it attacks all the the coating of your nerves, the myelin, mm-hmm. and so that's so all my the myelin was going away, and I was losing. All my nerves are exposed. It's like you have a. It's like if you have an old car that has a lot of wiring, and yes. and, and cars have lots of wiring. And as they get older, the wire the the wires and they try to stop it by putting them in casings and all that. Yeah. But eventually, the wire will start rubbing on the frame of the car yeah. and exposing, and then you'll start to have all kinds of weird electrical problems with your car that are almost impossible to find and yeah. do anything about. And that's just the same thing at your. Now nerves. what's going on in my body. Yeah, your nerves being exposed and rubbing on parts of your skeleton and yeah. stuff. And I was in pain a lot. Yeah. And like, just even this wood chair right now, like, I couldn't sit here for very long. So, you'll be able to go soon. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you get diagnosed with MS, and there's really not much they can do about it except try to keep it at bay, right? Yeah, that, well, they, so the drugs, they call them DMDs, so it's d- disease-modifying drugs, and it's just, it, all it does is take, it tries to lower your autoimmune disease, mm-hmm. it tries to get your body to not attack itself, so yeah. it lowers your immune system a lot, and then, so the first drug I was taking, it actually worked too good, and my neurologist was like, oh my god, get off that right now. You're going to die. I like, okay. So I, I will went, cut you, bitch. If, <laughs> if you don't get you off that. You kill me, I will cut you. <laughs> yeah. So I got on this next medication. And it, my two medications were actually the newest medication on the market. It's like brand new. Probably it was supposed to be the very best. So, And that means the success rate is like 60%, maybe 70%. And then after a few months, I started feeling the same thing. I was like tired. I was So it worked, did it work for a little while? It, well, according to my MRIs, it kind of helped it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I was still having inflammation. I was still getting scarring. 
mm-hmm. wasn't really it's you know it just kind of like taps it down a little bit mm-hmm. doesn't really stop it so it. so when did you become aware uh, that there was some other kind oh, of man. treatment so about 2013, about the time that I had been diagnosed, I saw this um, news segment on Channel 4 with Nisha DeGaring, and she was talking about a man who had gone to Northwestern University, and he was in the clinical trial to halt the progression of MS. And I was like, oh, that's interesting, but I'm going to take all these drugs. Uh, well, mm-hmm. I'll see you later. And then it, but it kind of stuck in the back of my brain. And then after the my second medication started failing, I was like, well, I'm going to look that up. And I'm... I'm going to find this guy. I'm going to see what he did. So that's what led me to the, that they were doing it. And, right and, now, and at this trials. time, it was so clinical trials means it's, uh, it's experimental, essentially. It's yeah. experimental. Yeah, but it's in phase three. So they've actually been testing it for 15 years. Oh, really? It's on, a, they've been it's, testing it on people for 15 yeah. years. And this treatment's been around for 30 for, for actually cancer, for myeloma, blood cancer. It's been around, and they, but they, they, so they thought, let's try it for MS to see if it helps that. The, the professor who, the doctor who is doing the clinical trial, he was an oncologist, and he was, he noticed that people with MS were, when they were doing chemo, he's like, their, but their symptoms are all going away. What, how is that working? And his, he was a resident at the time, and then his, the guy above him is like, maybe you should check it out. And so he did, and then it led into a clinical trial. And now people around the world are doing it. So the clinical trials, so it was first done here in the United States. I don't uh, know that for sure, but. Uh, we'll say, let's just, let's pretend that it was. Okay. <laughs> so, so it's being done here, and what is the procedure? How do, so, what does it do? How do you, how does it work? What are their, what's the theory? So when I, I went to Russia and when I got into the hospital, they put you on, they want to check everything that, which I really appreciated because people are like, what are you doing? This is crazy. They're going to put you in this shed somewhere and do all these. <laughs> okay. Let's, and you don't know. Let's back up. Okay. Okay. You went to Russia. I did but, go to Russia. But, but they you wouldn't went, let me in. you went to Russia. Why? Well, so I'd done a bunch of research, and I saw that a few places around the world were doing it. And one was Mexico, and the other one was Russia. And so I was totally planning on going to Mexico. And then I was talking to my friend Tamrika, who is Russian. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, if you go to Russia, I'll go with you. I'm like, sold. Let's go. Mm-hmm. So you'd have somebody to be, be with you there. Yeah. Uh, but, but the reason it's being done in other countries is why? Well, they're allowed to do it. I mean, the... the the guy, the doctor in Mexico, he was actually working at the Mayo Clinic here, Mayo Clinic, mm-hmm. not Mayo, Mayo Clinic here, and he had heard about it, and, you know, they're just, they allow you to do it in Mexico. Uh, uh, it, but it's, uh, so, yeah. so why couldn't you have it done here? Because they wouldn't let me into the clinical trial. I applied several times they were like no you're they actually said i was too good once they were like no you're fine you're in better shape you're in too good of shape i'm in too good of shape i'm like so i have to be like what crawling in on my hands and knees Mm -hmm. no i don't really want to do that so was it mainly a matter of they wouldn't let you in rather than a matter of money that you went to russia no they wouldn't let me in it's supposed to be free it's a clinical trial ah so in mexico it's not free it's not free and in russia it's not free nope not free at all. Uh, it, but it's the same, as far as we know, it's the same procedure. It's the same, yeah. Cause you can, so there's, 
Facebook groups the and lots of people that have done it. And if you go on YouTube and search for HSCT, so it's hemopoietic stem cell transfusion or transplant. Mm-hmm. And so you can re- do a lot of research in the doctor the, who's doing it in Russia. He does lots of podcasts, mm-hmm. not podcasts. YouTube vlogs, basically. Mm -hmm. And so he's very active online. Mm -hmm. It's not really... So they're doing the same thing. So this this has become a big deal. Uh, What's it called? Uh, uh, Medical tourism or... Yeah. um, And this is... uh, Most often it's because it's too expensive in the United States or insurance won't cover these things. Uh, I know someone who had a, 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 a stomach bypass... Uh, it would have cost hundred, uh, you know, one hundred twenty thousand dollars here, and went to Mexico and had it done, and it cost, you know, eight thousand or ten thousand or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and um, and so you say, well, Mexico, ooh, and Tijuana, in Tijuana, you say, oh yeah. God, that's awful. Why would you do that? That's it, what you know. I thought too. And uh, well, well, uh, the uh, actually I know two people or three people who've done it now. And uh, they say it's an old hospital, but it's okay. It's yeah. fine. It's just obviously an old hospital. And the guy who does the procedures, at least the one who did theirs, he he, he trained here. He d- yeah, he and knows what he's. he's a know. lot of people are like that. The guy in in Mexico, it's actually in Puebla, Mexico, that he's doing. I mean, he's doing the he, your procedure. Yeah, the mm-hmm. same thing. Mm-hmm. He so a different doctor though. I mm-hmm. had. A, the doctor in Russia. So you went to Russia uh, to have this done, and yeah. what was give just the an overall uh, uh, impression of what the procedure, how they handled things, and what it was like. And I thought they were so professional, and they, you know, you just I didn't know exactly what they were going to, you know, they said they were going to do testing, but when they say testing, they test everything. I mean, yeah, like. What do you mean? They test everything. So they test my blood a bunch, like multiple times a day, mm-hmm. and do they check my blood pressure multiple times a day, and blood tests. They actually, I found out I had an IUD, IUE, IU. <laughs> well, well, and I. So you, you did no, you have an interuterine device? I well, yeah, I had. I but no, I had a. <laughs> I, I had a bladder infection. That's what it is. Oh, uh, I, uh, yeah, no, I, um, what is it? Yeah, uh, they told me, and they were like, you have a bladder infection. I'm like, what? What are you mm-hmm. talking about? I'm like, here's some medication for a few days. Before, And, and this is before they did anything? Yeah, before, before they did Before they anything. did the procedure? Yeah. You have a bladder infection, which is actually infection. fairly common, for uh, particularly for women. And I have no women. idea. Yeah, per- particularly. So, yeah, it, it didn't hurt or anything. You just didn't. Huh, you just, well, it would have eventually. Probably. Yeah. No, it would have. <laughs> believe me, it would have. Because I've had one, and I'm not a woman. <laughs> and it was horrible. Because if you, uh, when a man gets one, it, it, you, you can't really, it's, you try to, see, when you try to pee and there's that, just that narrow little tube, but it gets all clogged up with infection and stuff. Uh, Holy yikes. crap, that hurts. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you for you sharing. Ha- you had a, uh, you had a STD. STD. No, not no. an STD. It's, no, that's uh, Wait a minute. Okay. That's like herpes or something. I don't yeah. I didn't have any of that. Anyway, you had a bladder infection. Oh, I actually had my, uh, I had a. So it's an inter, um, a, a sonogram, but mm-hmm. inside mm-hmm. they do it when they're. Sometimes um, they were trying to do it with people, women who wanted to have abortions, and they would. 
do a sonogram inside mm-hmm. to look at them inside. So I had one of those, and I actually did see my, see my IUD. It was really big on a screen. But they didn't make you take. There it is. They didn't make you take that out or anything. No. Okay. (laughs) So so you you get there. You get your bladder infection all cleared up. Got it cleared up, and and then they put me on a little bit of steroids to pump up my stem cells, and then they took them out. How do they do that? Is this like is this like blood transfusion stuff? Is that how they do it? No. Well, they took out some stem cells and they try. They spin them. How do they take them out? through it so i had a catheter in my neck probably so you can see the scars still i remember seeing a pictures a pictures of you in russia with that catheter in yeah. your neck yeah so they took the blood and i actually it stayed in my neck for a whole month mm. so and those are stem stayed. cells they, they come from your spinal fluid no it just came from my blood i just think from they've your kind blood? of evolved they've gotten better at how to get the they stem cells they them, don't yeah. have to get them out of your Bone, bone marrow anymore. Mm-hmm. They just take them out of your blood mm-hmm. and they spin them out and they can make sure they have the good ones and not the bad ones and they put it, they freeze them in nitrogen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, liquid nitrogen, sure. Liquid nitrogen. <laughs> so they put in liquid, ni- liquid nitrogen and then I started on the chemotherapy. Chemo. Mm-hmm. For um, five days. And that's to kill my immune system, to wipe it out completely. Oh, that, so that's the goal, so is to I'm, no, I'm have no immunity. Yeah, because yeah. any little germ, any, you know, yeah. no cold, you know, what if you get a cold or something like that? It'd be horrible. Yeah, well, I'm, I was quarantined in the room. I wasn't allowed to leave, and they brought me, which was really nice. I loved it. They brought me breakfast, lunch, and dinner and snacks. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, bring it. I love, love it when you take so, care so of me. So five days of being uh, a chemo to kill your... And the chemo, uh, the chemo, do you have an itch that needs to be scratched? I'm or? crossing my legs because I have an addiction to crossing my legs. Sorry. <laughs> you have an addiction to crossing Ew. your legs. I know when I get my hair cut, sort of, they're like, uncross your legs. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. Is that, is that, so you don't, shouldn't cross your legs because you get varicose veins? <sighs> That's what they say. No, okay. it's, a, but it, they, Apparently, if you cross your legs when you're getting a haircut, then it's like lopsided a little bit. <laughs> I had no idea. I was like, how do, okay. what do, I, how do I care? I, I guess. Don't care. <laughs> well, if my if my legs are crossed, nobody will notice my hair is lopsided. That's true. It's only when they're uncrossed, they'll go, hey, isn't your hair lopsided? I know. Good point, Bill. <laughs> yeah. I, like I mean, you. I'll just cross my legs all the time. What the hell? And we're talking about the hair on your head. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, okay. That, that <laughs> just, okay. So anyway, <laughs> poor Dick over here. He's having, he's, he's embarrassed. Dick is gonna, dying over here. I'm gonna move this mic closer to me. <laughs> oh, it's fun to talk to you. I just love it. So, uh, so Ivy, uh, so the chemo for five days to kill your immune system yes. in quarantine. Then what happens? So they, and then I was on this rest period for a couple of days. They want you to, re, you know, they want the chemo to work and mm-hmm. make sure it's totally your immune system is totally gone. And they're testing you all this whole time. They're taking your blood. They're weighing you. They're, mm. and then I'd heard, I had read about they were like. They said, you're probably going to need some Depends. And I was like, no, I'm whatever. Well, you'll just lose bladder I control. Kegel. I do kegels. I'm what the hell? I don't even need some. <laughs> I wear Depends. Come to find out. Uh, yeah, you need Depends. Mm-hmm. Like, man, the pee just comes right out of you. That's right. Like a jet stream. Oh, yeah. I wish. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> anyway. 
So, yeah. Why? It depends. So, why do you Why do you lose bladder control? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I, it's just the chemo. I haven't had it since. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, so then, so then they. What do they start doing after that? So after the rest period, that's a few days, and then they give you your stem cells back, and then it's another year quarantine still, and you. So you when just all, so try and build up your immune system. How long were you there? And was this in Moscow? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was in the hospital for thirty days. Thirty probably days. a little bit more than that. But since I went there with Tamrika, who's from there, and her family lives there, I actually got to see. Moscow a lot, and mm-hmm. I went to the Bolshoi Ballet, which is amazing. This is after after you were before. Uh, before. No, okay. after I would have been like, I couldn't really be around people. Mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed. So I get on an airplane with lots of people who are sick and coughing. And yeah, that's that's kind of odd. But <laughs> did, did it worry you? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But I had my lamp mask on the whole mm-hmm. time. And but man, in Europe they treat you so good. They see. You, so I was in a wheelchair, and they. Josh is pushing me around, and they see me, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, what can we do? We're, what do you mean?" Mm-hmm. Like running, and they put me in first class, mm-hmm. like flying back. Wow. Like, yeah, yes. So cool. uh, now Josh wasn't with you the whole time, though, was he? No, he wasn't. But he did come over when when it was time for you to come back. Yeah, because mm-hmm. nobody could really be with me in the hospital, mm-hmm. in the clinic. Mm-hmm. So, um, so. You're you're very weak when it's all over. I'm very very weak. And now it's been how long since you've had this done? It's been a year. And what have you noticed? So at first I didn't really notice that much. People kept asking me like, "Well, what's different?" I'm like, "Well, heck, I can't really tell." Even when I was getting sick, it was so slow the progression of it. I was like, I could barely tell. And getting better now, I I can barely tell. And the only reason I know for sure is because I had an MRI after a year, and so my neuro. And when I came back, I said to my neurologist here in the here up here at mm-hmm. the at the U. At, well, up there. Up there. Up there. Okay. Up the hill. Up there. I told her, I was like, oh, by the way, um, I went to Russia and I had this thing. I know you told me not to, but I, I don't know. What are my choices? What am I? Mm-hmm. can't keep taking this medication. It's going to kill me. And she was like, um, well, okay, that's nice, but I can't ever see you again. I can't see you. And I'm like, Why? what? Why? Because so, I, I defied her and I went up there. I went to Russia and I had it done. But after, so I kept... T- but when I came back, I was like, I'm still tired. You still have your symptoms. You still have, mm-hmm. it's, they don't really go away. So I'm super tired and I wanted to get my pro vigil and new vigil and I take Adderall some days mm-hmm. and I sent her a message. I'm like, I know he didn't want to see me, but can I get my Adderall please? And she said, yeah, okay. All right. Oh, cool. So I was getting it for a few months and then she's like, well, I have to see you. I, I mean, I can't mm-hmm. keep prescribing yeah. this to you I have to see you and so I went and then she did a bunch of tests and she was like well you're walking faster you're better you're talking better too I'm like oh okay mm. cool she's like but I, let's get you an MRI and let's see the let's compare because mm-hmm. I had an MRI in Russia at the clinic too and then uh, and they let, they sent that back with you I, I had it with me the whole time mm-hmm. and then they so she did comparison and then she sent me a message and she's like it looks like you have no inflammation and no new scarring and 
she it was like had two exclamation points on the end of it, which mm-hmm. she's not that kind of person. She's like very cut and dry, like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she really was. She really was going to cut you off just because you defied her. Yeah. But now she are you did. seeing her again? Uh, well, I haven't really had a reason to. Mm-hmm. I mean, if she wants me to come in because of the medication, I will. But mm-hmm. I mean, but 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 it, but it's she. I want. I just. It would be interesting to know if she. If you, you should talk to her and just find out. What I want to talk to her, actually, and I want to interview her because, so I've been working on a little documentary about the whole year and going there, mm-hmm. and so I want to interview her and get her take on it mm-hmm. and what she thought. Now I'm going to ask you one final question, and then we'll okay. wrap it up. How, how much did all of this cost? Uh, probably close to 65000 Wow. But 50, 50 of it is just the cost of going of the treatment. And Fifty then, is the cost, and then you have to spend like uh, going a, there airfare. And, and uh, fortunately, you had some place to stay that you didn't have to stay in a hotel. Or yeah, anything. didn't have to stay in a hotel. But I stayed in a hotel before and after, mm-hmm. and on the way there, we yeah. stayed in hotels. And mm-hmm. it adds but, up. But yeah, but so up. so the procedures. I mean, you know, in a way, that doesn't seem like very much money for that kind of a procedure. Fifty thousand dollars. Well, when it's gonna, when that becomes legal here in the U.S., it'll be way more than that. Yeah. I bet it'll be like two hundred thousand. I'm At just least. guessing. Yeah. When it becomes legal, meaning when it becomes more commonplace. I mean, yeah, on the market. And when for, it's out of the clinical trials. And in, insurance, maybe some insurances will pay for part of it or some of yeah. it. Yeah. But I think it's getting more common. People are doing it more. And there's a huge face. If anybody wants to talk to other people that have had it, there's Facebook groups on that are, you know, mm-hmm. Russian Facebook groups and Mexico, Mexican, Mexican, the Mexico. Mexican mm-hmm. Mexico groups. Mm-hmm. And actually, there's a girl here who went to Mexico. Um, her snar. I think her, her dad might be the guy with the handlebar mustache that was the mayor of Murray for a long time. Oh yeah, the guy. snar. Yeah, mayor snar. So I think her, she went to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's her. Anyway, mm-hmm. she went to yeah. Mexico and had that done. And then Selma Blair, who's a famous actress, she I, just had it done, but I she just, was in the clinical trial here. Well, she's a she's famous. Yeah. Uh, I was. I've just been watching a TV show uh, on Netflix that she's in. She looks great. Uh, yeah. She uh, so she's apparently cured as well. Well, we they don't say cure; they say halting the it's progression. Stopped. Whatever damage was done was done. Yeah, the damage is done. That's and not repaired. So now, so you still that, will walk a little funny and yeah. But but I'm trying. I'm exercising. I'm in clin- I'm actually in another clinical trial about it's exercise. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get my balance good. I'm walking like doing the step mm-hmm. bet. Oh, the step people. bet. Yeah, he's. she has to do how many steps to win the bet? Um, I have to do 7,000 for four days and then 9,000 two days a week. And then I bet 40 bucks. I, but a few hundred other people, like 900 people, also paid into it. So, so that could be a lot of money if you like win. It's tw- 24,600. But... Whoever's at the end gets the. They have to split the money. Oh, I see. But if I because there'll be more than one person who does it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Well, listen, Ivy, we have to wrap it up here. Uh, please um, go to Booze Teak, her store on Third South. What's the address of? Three Fifteen East Broadway. Three Fifteen East Broadway. That's Third South. It's right by the liquor store, the wine yeah, store. Right on the corner. Uh, so it's right around the corner, and there are all kinds of uh, accessories there for your drinking pleasure. That's true. Uh, the, uh, 
wine glasses, cocktail glasses, uh, almost anything you can think of, flasks. And you get to see my happy, shiny face. Yeah, and talk to her. She's she like she likes to talk. Now, are you going to walk back? Yes, I am. Are you? I can give you a ride. No, I'm. I'll walk okay, over there. Okay, you're good. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, thank you for doing this. Yeah, thanks for having me. You're funny, Hopefully too. Hopefully this I like can help other people. Yeah, I always forget how funny you are. Uh, that's that's it for now. Uh, thank you, Dick, for uh, producing. Thanks to uh, Thanks, The Daily at uh, 222 South Main for uh, hosting us. And remember, uh, I'm Bill Allred. Remember, if you're pouring drinks, always make mine a double. Make mine a triple today, okay? <laughs>